Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. My name is Adam, and once again, I'm talking to myself here. Um, and uh, this is actually something that inspi- was inspired by a recent episode I recorded um, about like everybody's biggest fears in America, like what's everybody afraid of. And as I was scouring through these different web pages, actually during the podcast, uh, one of the proposed fears that people have, even though it wasn't a large percentage, those people were afraid of zombies, afraid of the undead, afraid of people coming back to life and trying to eat them or murder them in some way, shape, or form. And so I kind of got ranting a little, and it made me think, you know what, I have a lot of thoughts on um, the zombie apocalypse or the zombie outbreak or whatever that you want to call it. Um, and I think a lot of factors play into this, first of all, is how does, it, how does the disease spread? Well, that's a hard sentence. How does the disease spread? See, I fucked it up a second time. Um, so how do we get sick from it? Let's just say that, right? The porky pig it. Um, so uh, is it, uh, if it's an airborne infection, man, we're screwed. Oh, man, there's like, I think we'd all be done. Like, there's a study, actually. Um, I don't remember exactly where it comes out of. Let's see if I still have it pulled up here. Um, there is a study that they say that within the first hundred days of a zombie outbreak or a, a viral outbreak that would cause something as such that the, um, I think they call it the SIR model, um, that there would only be like 230 some people left within the first hundred days of, of the outbreak. And there's a lot of suggestions about where to go, like avoid large cities and go to the mountains or whatever. But that's assuming you could make it there in those first hundred days if you're aware of it. That's assuming that, like, the chaos doesn't outbreak right away, like something like Resident Evil. Um, if, it, if it's a slow outbreak at first and it just spreads rapidly, kind of like influenza or something, um, then yeah. But, but I think this particular model they're, they're talking about uh, has to do with if you're bitten. Like, the, the traditional, you get bit, that's how you, um, that's how you're infected, that's how you turn, and then you continue to do that to other things. Um... Now, what would what's what's interesting though? Like my brain was thinking, if it's if it's airborne though, you know, because uh, I always wonder like whoever patient zero is, um, like they had to have caught it from something before the, you know they couldn't have been bitten by a pre-existing zombie already. Uh, now I think 28 days later does the whole like it's like some sort of weird mutation of rabies or something, where like uh, I think it was. Uh, uh, some apes that were being tested on or something. It's been a while since I've seen the movie, but I think they were kind of going off the whole, like, it's a rabies-like uh, madness. So it's not necessarily that they want to eat brains. So it drives people crazy, and they their animalistic instincts come out, and they just want to murder the thing in front of them, I guess. I don't think they eat them, though. I really don't... I don't remember if they... if they ate uh, the victims, or if it was just, like, a murder impulse or something. I'm not super sure on that one, so don't don't quote me on the on the whole 28 Days Later thing. Great movie, though, if uh, if you haven't seen it. I haven't seen the sequel, but I'm told it's not that good. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll see it someday. Anyway, so, uh, if it's viral, if it's, if, it's an, if it's airborne virus, oh, man, I don't think any of us would last all that long. I mean, fuck, we, we all know that the cold exists and the flu exists, but we still wouldn't, you know, we, we still catch it. Like, we're sick before we ever know that we're sick. So, I think by the time that we all knew that there was, like, an airborne thing, most of us would already be fucked. Like, you don't know. You wouldn't trust anybody. You wouldn't trust anybody to to breathe near you, to come into your house. Um, you know, like, 
Like, you know how when someone says, oh, I can't come over, I'm sick, or I gotta stay from work, I'm sick. And you're like, yeah, stay away, I don't want your shit. Chances are you've probably already been exposed to somebody, and we just have to see if your, if your antibodies and your immune system can, can fight it off. Now, in this case, if it is an airborne infection, then can we say that, you know, there's a chance that our immune system could fight it off? You know, and that's something I've always been curious about is, like, even in the biting scenario, uh... I hate, I always, I think I always hated that you were guaranteed to turn. You were guaranteed to, you know, unless you got, if you got bit on one of your limbs, which is most likely, not to say that they can't get your neck or your shoulders or your chest or something, but chances are they're going to get you on the limbs, probably your arms or maybe on your legs or your feet. Um, and if they do, if they, you know, some shows like, ah, oh, if you cut off the limb in time, then uh, you won't have the infection. But then also you have to make sure they don't bleed out. So, you know, there's that whole thing. Um, but... Uh, I, I think I always hated that, like, you're guaranteed, like, it's just there now, like, you're, you're screwed. Like, it's like super AIDS or something, or super HIV. Um, and I don't know, like, I, I always wondered, like, if people got that far in, you know, you know there are some doctors that, that survived, you know there are some physicians that survived, and some scientists that survived, there's got to be at least some, or some people that have been experimenting on this whole thing. Like, there's got to be a way to at least stave it off, or to build up your immune system to it, kind of like, like a flu shot. Um, like, how has nobody in any of these shows at least tried something like that? At least on, like, you know, of all the things to test on animals, maybe at least the zombie outbreaks see, like, why why they don't get, um, get infected. I don't know. I mean, that's something else, too. Can animals get infected with the zombie outbreak? Do zombies go after animals and infect them and make them be other, you know, make them be, like, zombie rabbits and zombie mice? Because that's even worse, I think. I think if it's airborne and animals can have that, oh man, we are freaking, oh my god. There's going to be chaos in the woods, in the forests, and, and, and animals are going to come into the cities, and holy crap, man, that would scare the shit. I think I'd be more afraid of zombie animals than I would zombie people, to be quite honest with you. That would freak me the hell out, because you wouldn't know, you wouldn't know what to trust. I'd be scared to sleep. Can can bugs, like, can spiders and, and uh and ants and, and other other smaller uh, insectoid and arachnid creatures, can they be infected? Then, man, I go to sleep, spider decides, hey, I'm going to go up and bite human while he's sleeping. Well, shit. Well, now, now I'm dead. You know, I went to sleep uninfected, woke up infected. You know, I just thought I was going to have sweet dreams. Um, so, I know that this particular model they're talking about is just people. Like, people would be attacking other people. But there's just some resentments that I have about the idea. Uh... But here's why I actually, you know, I, I know I was kind of talking a bit of a tangent there. Again, I'm just sharing a lot. I'm sharing what I'm thinking. You know, I, I just want you all to know, I say this every episode, but I always like to say it just in case you're a new listener, is I'm not doing a butt ton of research on this stuff. Like, I literally think of it. I open up a couple of web pages just to kind of get some, a little bit of feedback from what others may think. And then I just, I jump right in. Like, I, it's not like I read the articles, take a bunch of notes. I'm actually shooting this one from the hip as well. I have no notes in front of me except for what, uh, uh, what's in front of me here with the uh, with the couple web pages I have open? One of them is from businessinsider.com, if you can believe it. Uh, and the other one is uh, insh.world. I don't know what that is. Looks almost video gamey in a way. Not really sure. Um, but I'm just kind of getting some ideas. And they both reference that SIR model about you know the 100 days, 230 people left, whatever. Um, yeah, I took a sip there. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. But the real reason here's the real reason why I want to make this episode. All right, then we can I, we can discuss a little bit more about um, some of those things that uh, are in these web pages. But 
we've all had this discussion before, right? With somebody, whether you're a nerd about it, if whether you're somebody who likes zombie movies, zombie games, whatever. Everybody likes the idea because, oh, what if there are a zombie apocalypse? I know tons of people. I should I say tons? I'm exaggerating, but I know enough people that I have personally spoken to that have said, oh man, I'd love if there were a zombie apocalypse. And you can just shoot whoever you want. You can do whatever you They think they like this idea of this martial law. They think they like this, maybe not even martial law, this anarchy. And trust me, I went through my anarchy phase. It's cool in theory. But listen, no rules means no rules. So unless you are really, really assertive, and uh, which most people aren't, like if they're all keyboard warriors, so like... <laughs> You can't tell a zombie off <laughs> with your keyboard, you with your with your phone. You can't you can't um, you can't dominate the airways if there are none. You can't insult somebody on the internet if there is none. Um, so I don't really know. Uh, don't know if some of these people who say that they would want this actually want it. Maybe they talk a tough game. I call them I call them zombie outbreak posers. Uh, you know, or or zops, zops. You can use it if you want. Um, or maybe we should make it Posers of the Zombie Apocalypse. Cause, no, that'd be P-O-Z-A. Posa. Oh, hey, look at that. Actually, that works. Posers of Zombie Apocalypse. Posas. Oh, shit. Now I sound slang and hip as shit. Hmm, I like Zops, though, too. Now, let's just go with Posas for now because I'm, I'm excited that that kind of happened by accident. Okay, so these Posas, right? Um... Here, here's a big reason. Here's a big reason why I know, <laughs> at least the people that I've met personally, that w would not survive. Like, I some of these people that have said this, and I've even seen it on the internet, since uh, this recent episode I recorded about fears that people have on the internet of, like, snakes and spiders and bugs. And I know people that won't even touch a spider, won't even go near a spider. I know people that will step over They won't even step over it. They freak out even just to kill it even to put their head anywhere near it, their hands anywhere near it, all right? Like, if you think that somebody's running at you with, you know, this, like, malicious, animalistic, feeding frenzy brain that they want to eat you, you think you're going to maintain your composure enough if you can't even, like, if you freeze in your tracks when you see a spider? You can't even kill a Spider-Man? Not a Spider-Man, a Spider, comma, man. <laughs> Spider-Man's doomed in the zombie apocalypse. We've already seen it. Um... But you think that you're going to kill a spider, you can't kill a spider, but you're going to kill a zombie with like a bat or a shovel or whatever. And all of you people think you're just going to have all these guns ready and you're going to have all this ammunition ready. You talk as if you're already going to be preparing for the zombie apocalypse. Now, now I will say there are people that probably have and have their own bomb shelters and their own gun stores or, or ammunition reserves or whatever. I'm not saying that those people don't exist, but let's face it. The majority of people don't have that. I know I don't. And if you're going to sit there and look me in the face and say, Oh, man, I'd love if there were a zombie apocalypse. No, you freaking wouldn't. Let's, just, let's dive... You know what? Let's, um, let's dive a little deeper here. Let's, uh, let's look a little deeper into, into why. Why maybe one would say, Oh, I, 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 I would love if there were a zombie apocalypse. First of all, who says that? I would love an apocalypse. Really. Like, there's no way you mean that. Like, maybe in the moment you just think it sounds cool because, like, you get a fresh start. And this is kind of where my brain went with this is do you want a fresh start so bad are you that unhappy with your life or with the way things are that you'd much rather there be an apocalypse and then you know what, what's that what's that old saying uh you know be careful what you wish for you know because 
I feel like there's a lot of people that would be like, ah, because again, remember, at some point, at some point, things are going to start shutting down, right? Let's just think like as far as your overall comfort during said outbreak, right? It would be more, it'd be more primal. You'd have to worry about anywhere that you went, somebody jumping you, not just zombies, but living people, because you know they're not going to trust you. You know, I don't know how well I would do in the zombie apocalypse because I would try to solve everything with diplomacy. But if everybody's constantly on edge, I don't know if that would work or not. I, I don't know. And I don't know if I'd be forward enough to, I don't want to be too aggressive, but I think somebody may just have an itchy trigger finger if they're, if they're always scared. You know, people will freak out. People already freak out in social situations. So, you know, I don't know. Um, but I mean, let's think about your overall comfort though. Chances are at some point, wherever you are, if you have to keep staying on the move, you're going to find it harder to find running water, or at least clean running water or clean water in general, right? You're going to have to find food, food that's good. Uh, I don't know how long electricity is going to run. Like, I don't know enough about that, about uh, like, you know, chances are like if, if lines get knocked over or whatever, you know, car crashes, kill the power, uh, generators messing up, whatever. If there's no maintenance on these things, eventually they're going to go. Uh, and that's not to say that in the first hundred days they would. I'm not really sure. Again, I'm not declaring to be an expert here. However, again, let's just say that as time passes, if you make it that far, however, you know, are you going to... You know what? Actually, let's take a step back. Let's say those things aren't gone yet. You still have your electricity. You still have your internet. You still have your water. I mean, how long do you think that you're going to hold out before somebody starts coming and breaking down your door because it's anarchy season, right? Like... Yeah, I talked before about uh, in, a, in an episode a while back about littering, about how like people don't care if they're littering in the woods or in the ocean. But I said, what if somebody comes up and just starts throwing trash in your house or starts throwing trash in your yard, right? Now you say, oh, I'll be free for all. I could do whatever I want. But guess what? So can every fucking buddy else. So can everybody else, right? And you know there are going to be some crazies out there. You've already seen people come out and, and shoot up places in, the, in our freaking society. You think they're not going to take that opportunity right away? Who's going to stop them? You know what? The cops are going to be getting calls out the ass. They're not going to be able to, to respond to everybody. And who's to say that someone's not going to go and attack them? Or maybe they're just not going to, you know, take care of themselves and go back and fend for their families if this really starts to hit the fan. Again, it may start off a little slow, but if what they're saying in this particular um, this scenario, this SIR uh, uh, program, then within a hundred days, most of us are dead. Like, the, and they're not talking the country; they're talking the world. Now, I don't know exactly how that would happen, but I guess maybe so and so gets on a plane. Um, I guess it depends on where it starts. I still, don't, I didn't read enough to see how it would happen over a hundred days. But if it starts in America, uh, I, don't know, I just find it hard to believe that it would get through the whole world. Like the whole world. Like the world is pretty big. Um, but anyway, I'm getting off topic. Let's assume that that's what happens, though, right? The world, not just the country. The world. 230 people in the world, all right? That would mean that it would have to spread... Actually, it couldn't start slow. It would have to spread quickly. Just because, I mean, unless the first couple days is kind of slow, nobody's like, oh, you know, people are getting sick. Watch out. People are getting sick or whatever. And all of a sudden, like, it's too late. And people are just getting eaten in hospitals and stuff. And then by that point, people are already taking business trips internationally or whatever. And then... But then the next 100 days, everything's dead, right? If that's the case, you're not going to have time. You're not going to have time to think, man. Yeah, 100 days, that's that's like a third of a year. And, like, then, then that's it, you know? You got you got right around four months, or a little less than four months, to get your shit in order and hopefully not be dead by then. Uh, I mean, are you really going to be able to live comfortably? Do you really think 
that you would survive that. Especially, especially if animals, zombie animals, guys. Do you think that's going to happen? Oh, man. That scares me. That really scares me. If a zombie deer starts coming trying to, like, ram its head into my car or into my doors or trying to poke its head to my windows. Man, I tell you what. I already get nervous when a deer comes close to me. Uh, which doesn't happen all the time, but you know it's only happened once in my life. But they're bigger and they're bigger up close if you're, if they're not already dead. You know, like if you're not a hunter and they're just like there, especially those big old bucks, they are bigger than you think. You know, and I'm like, oh shit, man, if this thing gets pissed, I'm screwed. <laughs> if, they, if this thing just decides that it's really ornery at the moment and just wants to kick my teeth in or just like ram me, I'm screwed. You know, well, what am I gonna do? I cannot outrun this deer. Um, I don't know. <laughs> zombie deer freaking me out, man, and zombie mice. Cool. I don't know. But I just want to talk about this a little bit because, like, there's a lot of tough guys and girls out there like, oh, I'd love a zombie apocalypse. I would. So, again, you first of all, uh, what was that movie with uh, Matthew Broderick? It was an old Civil War movie. Um, and he was a general, and he was kind of, he recruited a lot of the, uh, a lot of African Americans who were slaves to his cause. And um, there's this one guy who was like, everybody was cheering for because he was shooting bottles, right? And he was really good. Shooting bottles. He was, he was a crack shot when it came to that. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, man, he's really good. And then Matthew Broderick walks up to him and goes, all right, so do it again. And he starts firing a pistol near his head over and over and over again while this guy's trying to shoot the bottles. And he's freaking out and he can't hit him. And he just, actually, at one point, I think he locks up and he just can't, he can't do it anymore. And uh, Matthew Broderick's character is like, yeah, you know what? Like, they're not just going to hold still for you while you shoot them. You know, there's going to be bullets flying at you, and there's going to be noises and distractions and people yelling. You know, like, are you going to, you need to be able to, you know, handle yourself. Like, they're not just going to let you shoot them. Um, you know, unlike they did back in, you know, the, <laughs> the Revolutionary War where they all lined up and just, you know, shot at each other like chess or whatever. But anyway, um, like, all the people out there, they're like, oh, man, I wish I was a zombie apocalypse. First of all, I'd be like, why would you wish that? You know, think about that first of all. Why would you wish that? Do you realize you're wishing harm on a lot of people? And think about your family. Even if you have the utmost confidence in yourself to survive, think about all the people that you love and where they may or may not be when that happens. Are you going to be able to think straight if you got like a girl or a guy who maybe is going to school in another state or maybe they're traveling and seeing family and then that's when the shit hits the fan? Do you think you're going to be thinking straight if your husband or wife or your daughter or your grandmother or whatever is in another state and you're like, Oh crap, mom! You know I gotta I gotta go rescue mom. I gotta go see if mom's okay. She's not answering her phone. Satellites are out. Whatever, you know. Or even think if you're able to call them and coordinate that you're gonna be able to get to each other. I mean, then then you know what's gonna happen to you again. Now you have to think about somebody else, not just yourself. You know, especially if you have a kid, you know, or you know a youngin like a baby or or a toddler. You think that that kid's gonna be able to help you all that much during the apocalypse? You're gonna be able to make that sacrifice if you have to. Fuck no, you're not. I mean. If it happens, it happens, but I don't know, man. Like, I think a lot of you guys who wish this thing, or at least like to think about this, I think maybe you should add the hard stuff into because I think more often than not, you guys only ever think about the usual things like, oh, I'd find food here, or I'd hold up here, or if I had a zombie apocalypse survival team, it would be blah, 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 and blah, because that's what the little Facebook game told me to do. Um, but yeah, do you think about if that were your survival team? Like, is that assuming that everybody else you know is dead already? You know, like, I know this is, like, a little fun game, and I'm trying not to be, like, a big dick about it, but I think it's important to remember that, like, hey, like, first of all, those are humans out there that are dying, whether whether you know them or not, you know, and, and I think that 
I think it's easy to dehumanize people to just imagine yourself as a hero or yourself as this tough guy or girl. Um, but I always just thought that was weird. I always thought that was weird. It's like, do you do you really want that? Do you really want want a bunch of people to die? Is that something that you really care about uh, enough to, to wish that there was one? Um, so even though it's a game for you and it's something fun to think about maybe once in a while or whatever, but it, not to say that's not something that you should try to prepare for, because maybe not it's not a zombie apocalypse, but there could be anarchy someday. Like, hell, with the way our country's going, it might happen sooner than later. So it's good to be prepared. I'm not saying it isn't. But to wish that upon anybody, like, I had a friend who voted for Donald Trump just because he wanted to see shit hit the fan. And who knows how many other people were just like him who voted for Donald Trump just to see shit hit the fan. You know, like, and, and it has. And there's a lot of unhappy people. And again, I'm not trying to make this into a political show. It isn't. But just think about that. So if you wish something or if you're trying to make something happen just because you're curious, think of how that affects everybody else. It's not just about what you want. It's about what what affects others so the zombie apocalypse thing man like you got family if you got kids you got brothers and sisters and friends and and loved ones that may be out of state or in another city do you really think you're gonna think straight if you don't know what's happening with them especially if communication is cut man you're all of a sudden this game isn't nearly as fun you know you may think you have an answer for everything but are they also going to do the same thing that you think that you would do if anything maybe maybe start coordinating with them like hey defcon 3 like if if, if we start finding out that people are eating each other, let's meet at so-and-so, you know, maybe maybe start making that plan. Because I don't have that plan. I absolutely don't have that plan. If people start, if zombies started banging on my doors right now trying to get in, I don't know where the hell I'm going. You know, I, I don't know anybody around here. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I, that sucks. Well, maybe something I should think about that. Maybe make myself a little bomb shelter if I were handy enough to do it. <sighs> I don't know. But anyway, hey, listen. If you're afraid of spiders, you're probably going to be afraid of zombies when they're trying to eat your face. Alright? And think about this. Zombie spiders. I think there actually is... I think there is a zombie spider out there, actually. Um, no, I, or is it... I, maybe there's a bug. There's a bug that infects spiders, kills them, and then reanimates the spider, I think, for a while. Until... No, no, no. What it does, I think it's the one that plants their eggs in it, and the, the spider kind of goes crazy like a zombie, and then eventually the because the eggs are hatching inside of it, and then, boom, then it dies. But either way, that's some scary shit, man. Imagine that happening to you, huh? <sighs> anyway, I think that's it. I think I'm done. I feel better now. Oh, man. It's so much better getting all that off of my chest. Huh. All right, well, I guess that's it. If you made it this far, as always, thank you so much for listening to me just talk about whatever and do my thing. And uh, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> Let me know how you would do in the zombie apocalypse or a zombie outbreak or even if just influenza started just taking over everyone, you know, what What, what would you do? I don't know. <sighs> all right, everybody, that's all for now. Again, thank you so much. And as always, and sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, I hope that you're taking care of your mind and taking care of your heart and most importantly, forever, taking care of each other, never knowing that apocalypse was going to happen. And I'll see you guys later. Be safe. <laughs>